There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. We're halfway through December. Christmas just 12 days away. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo, and, uh, yeah, it's just 12 days away from Christmas. And all I think Arizona needs is a break in the sports world. Just <laughs> just some time away. That was, uh, you know, we give the Cardinals a lot of crap here on this show because nobody on the show is a, you know, died-in-the-wool Cardinal fan. And we're not going to lie to you like most radio shows that come in. Hey, my family's kind of, and I meet them like, like Bronco fans. and everything. They just pretend to be Cardinal fans. We're not going to do that. We'll let you know we don't like them. But, man, that was tough to watch as a guy who doesn't even care about the Cardinals at all. That's just – Kyler's knee popping out was obvious. Like, the second he took that step and then lifted it and fell on the ground, I'm like, oh, that knee just blew up. Hopefully it was a sprain, but it's not. It's They're basically saying it's torn. And that's 10 months minimum. He won't be back until next Thanksgiving. And Coach McCoy for the yeah, win. Yeah, and I don't know who's going to be the coach, but that – I mean, that just basically was the nail in Cliff's coffin last night is – sloppy as that team got with pre-snap penalties and just weird play calls and terrible decisions. I mean, Cliff it's, just It's one of those space. games that I, I couldn't help wonder and start to think, are they doing this for this hard knocks? <laughs> right. They're yeah. setting just all this dramatic. stuff up? Yeah. Yeah. Are they just doing this to – because I am, am going to watch hard knocks now. Yeah. That, that is an That is must-see TV at this point, that Kyler's knee. And there's nothing about, you know – if you're if you ever have a towel that you put over your head because you don't want people to see you, you've either just been caught as a serial killer, paraded out as like the next Bernie Madoff, or you blew your knee out on a football field. That's the only time you see guys, you know, hide their heads with a coat or a towel. And when Kyler put that over his head and hunched over, was, you just knew, like, oh, it's it's not a little tiny tweak. This is he felt it, he heard it. Ugh. That thing had to pop internally. If you've ever, uh, you weren't there uh, when our boss JJ was playing basketball with us. And uh, his knee exploded, and it, nobody touched him. And he was just – we were running. He stopped. He jumped to get a uh, rebound or something, and I just remember hearing a chicken bone snap, uh. and him he screamed at the top of his lungs. 
And it was weird because he got up and he's standing there and he's like, it hurts. It hurts bad, but I think I'm okay. And then uh, he jogged lightly down the other end. And when he stopped it, did it again. And he just crumbled. And I'm Ugh. like, oh, my God. Yeah, blew his eight, blew, uh, whole knee blew out. So, you know, it's terrible. Poor Kyler. But all those people that were bitching. You saw Colt McCoy. Everybody who wants their backup quarterback to be the quarterback, you see what the, the reason he's a backup quarterback. Colt McCoy's better. This offense runs better. No, it doesn't. It does not. I don't think he's a bad backup. He's, but a, great he is. Backup. he's a backup. He is a great backup, but he is a backup for a reason. He's 13 years in the league as a backup or a second string or non-starter for a reason. And Colt McCoy is great at that. You don't want him running games for three quarters or three weeks, and this is it. This is there. The good news is high draft pick. But are you going to lose? I mean, free agents aren't going to want to come here. I mean, they got to figure out what they're going to. Next year is just over. No, the coach, the GM, the quarterback. I mean, it is. This is a franchise now in complete turmoil. Boy, when they showed that, that uh, graphic of what's left on their contracts, oh, four more on huge Cliff and and Kime, Kime. yeah, and then twenty twenty eight for Kyler. And Kyler's worth the risk because he's a player. GMs and coaches with guaranteed deals and no success behind them is ridiculous. I mean, at the very best, you would go two, three years with Cliff. And I wouldn't have re-signed him last. I don't understand that. But again, Kime did it, so it's Kime. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to be paying They're going to be paying a lot of money. But it is a team in complete turmoil. Maybe they turn it around, but they're not going to do it in a year. So, I mean, that's just – and with the Suns reeling the way they are and kind of being exposed as soft and getting pushed around right now by tougher teams and – the Diamondbacks, do they even exist? The Coyotes play in a high school arena. This is a this is a, a laughable sports town at this point, and that's a shame. This has got to be the best destination in all of sports. Maybe not baseball, because it's so hot in the summer, but basketball and football and hockey, you would think this would be the place these guys would want to go. It's a resort town. Scottsdale's undefeated. I mean, that place is unbelievable. You can golf when you're off, and it's just a perfect spot. All these guys that come to these to Phoenix State, they live here. Randy Johnson, Charles Park, all of yeah, them that were somewhere they all live here. That when, Once they're here, they're like, we live here now. And Steve Young lived here for a while. I mean, all of them. He didn't even play here. He's like, I just like it here. It's just a crazy, awesome place to be, and athletes love it. And it seems like can't get a team together. Maybe it is because it's a resort town. I remember when the Suns got Xavier McDaniel back in, was it 91? And that was the difference. That was it. This team has been to the NBA uh, Western Conference Finals two straight years. Needed a little toughness on their team. Go get the X Factor up there in Seattle. This dude was a badass. And X McDaniel's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. The Suns just got tough. And like his face looked mean. He comes here and he might as well have had a lounge chair out on the court. He was he was sitting there sipping drinks at the Phoenician. He was enjoying life. It was like this is beautiful. This place is a it's, it calmed him right now. Plus community. McDaniel did nothing. Yeah, he, he he moved into senior living and loved every second of it. So maybe there's an aspect of that that this place softens a guy because it is a relaxed vibe and it's you're comfortable all the time. There's there's dudes in Buffalo. The only thing they've got to do is play football. It's two degrees, the streets are covered in ice, and it's miserable. Can the an- ass is, I'd, I'd sooner F Vesley on a daily basis than a girl from Buffalo. Uh, and, you know, all they got to do is just sit and watch film. And here, it's like, you want to go out to Scottsdale for, yeah, all right, I'll go for an hour. And next thing you know, you're, you're pissing in a trash can, it's three in the morning, or the cops are patting you on the back, you're doing whatever you want. I'm like, oh no, I'm supposed to study. 
You got those Instagram influencers rolling into town with Veronica and come on. We got to, we got to, in contracts and clauses, you there think, should be, you can't go like, to Scottsdale, should be on the contract. You're not allowed, if you are seen in Scottsdale, you owe the team $800,000. Kyler, Cliff, Kime. Cliff, can't keep him out of there. Kime, too. If Kime had, if Kime's ever holding a drink of anything with a camera nearby, a $100,000 fine. He, you're not allowed to have anything in your hand. Boozy McBoo's hand. But they'll be gone soon. It's crazy. But the Cardinals losing uh, Kyler. That changes so many things, and people think, "Oh, it's just an injury for the rest of the year." They got to maybe draft a quarterback now. They definitely have to go to free Cammy agency Cam. and pay for one. Oh God, <laughs> get the gigantic Kyler. Here comes Cammy Cam. No, I. What do you do? Yeah, you got to get. You got to pay a one guy, of those guys, or you got to draft a guy. And the smart thing to do with your paying Kyler the whole time is draft a new guy. Maybe it's time for Kaepernick. He's fifty. <laughs> I mean, people forget how long ago Colin <laughs> Kaepernick was. Yeah, Colin is old. But yeah, I mean, you. Baker will be free next season. Probably. And then you get into that Kevin Cobb, you know, Sam Bradford rotation that they've been in in the past. Or do you just go out and you say, we're going to shoot our wad on a rookie? Kyler's never going to be the same. Quarterbacks that have his skill set can't blow knees out. That's the one injury they can't have. And now he's totally reliant as a pocket passer with that offensive line. You saw what they do to pocket passers last night. That was tough. That was a tough one. So, sorry, Cardinal fans. I actually felt for you because when the Patriots are in town, there's nothing I'm doing more than rooting for uh, whoever's playing the Patriots. F that group of Bostonians. You just see Belichick over there just concocting plans on the sidelines. Oh, he's just he's a, he's a wizard. He's a mad scientist. You know, if I was around during Revolution times and hung out in Boston, with, I'd have fought for the British. I'm pretty sure I would have fought against the, the, the this group of dicks up in that. I just don't think that region of people's ever been good. And you think about the Bostonians. I think they were okay before oh, no. that, during that. I think it was afterwards they got really oh, I think it was before. They're throwing tea in the water. They're being dicks to their ruler. They're constantly mouthing off. It's the same as Boston's ever been. Just little verbal terrorists. I love rooting against them, but, I mean, they just shelled the Cardinals last night. I was rooting so hard for the Patriots to... Eat one. And it was like, it was like 13 13. You're like, all right, they're hanging with them with the backups. This is good. Patriots are going through a little bit too. And then the doors just flooded open. But they didn't do one thing last night I thought for sure was going to happen, which is parade Brittany Griner out onto that field. Yeah. I thought for sure she was going to just unexpectedly be up. There'd be a shot of her in the second quarter in a suite. And I'm like, oh, they're going to lose it. And then walk her out onto the field at halftime. Yeah, had a perfect opportunity when. Kyler was being carted off the field to bring her out then. Yeah. Or just dressed uh, DeAndre Hopkins up in the Mercury outfit. Nobody will know the difference. They're the exact same size. The hair is pretty much Both got Adam's apples. Yeah. Now you got some Duncan. <laughs> At least you got an athlete out there. <laughs> That's right, Brittany. You're not one. <laughs> I've seen you play basketball. You, I, if I'm not afraid, like if I was playing and Brittany showed up, I'm like, the tall one's scary, but don't worry about it. She's clumsy. We're good. She'll score, but... We'll put a dude. If She'll I was block at, a couple, yeah. If I was at LA Fitness, I'd be like, I'm just going to avoid going down close to her because she's got size. But I'm not too worried that my guy over here with some meat on his bones can't handle this. Yeah, I'm not afraid. But that's the end of it. The Cardinal season and next year is now very much in question. Very strange days here in uh, Phoenix sports. And then the Suns, they're back at it tonight, and. uh 
they could be looking at like five out of the last six of just getting trounced and it's it's a weird what happened ah, they just got exp- the Celtics basic well the Rockets about two weeks ago opened the door to say all right DeAndre Ayton you want to be tough we'll double team you he has no idea what to do with a double team he loses the ball a lot he's scoring but they're letting him like shoot and he's being more aggressive but when it comes down to it uh, it, you just bully that team. All you have to do is start pushing them around. And Zion Williamson showed him, like, give me the ball and watch the Suns get out of my way. For every point DeAndre scores, I'm scoring three. It's happening every time because I'm getting the basket and the foul. It is happening every time. And so DeAndre put up 28. Zion put up 35 twice. And it, it's just he's great. Good for you. You can score down low. You can do your little jump hook. That's cute. Watch this. Stop somebody. Defense, they don't have any. They're giving up 120 points a game the last two weeks. And then the Celtics came in and just bludgeoned them like it was a heavyweight versus a middleweight. It was bad. So we'll see if they can turn it around. That's on Monty. Monty's got to do it. But the sports landscape here in Phoenix is not that great right now at all. Not even a little bit. Set the table for the Super Bowl. Yeah, we got that. You got other teams. Yeah, you'll have some good football here in a couple months. It's going to be great. But man, it's it is that was tough to watch. As much as we tease Kyler of you know being little and all that, that's that was a detrimentally kind of sad injury to a guy because I, for one, have always thought Kyler Murray got the raw end of it. He's a dick. I think that's clear. I don't think anybody in the team really respects him. I don't think he's a leader. But I think that falls back on the coaches letting him be a spoiled little baby. Nobody's coached that pouty bitch out of him, and it started to become his prominent behavior pattern. And you have to coach that out. A guy like Mike Tomlin, Belichick, uh, Mike McCarthy to a certain degree, there's a, there are certain coaches that would be like, you're not going to be that. You're not going to be the pouty bitch on my team. And they've allowed Kyler to be that guy. And that's all coaching to me. Quarterbacks coach, offensive coordinator, and Cliff Kingsbury, all responsible for it. But you still don't want to see the guy's knee blow up. And then, I mean, that, that could be a career defining moment because you mentioned that the rg3 factor rg3 well that was mike shanahan crossing his fingers and hoping for one last run and he took a guy with one leg and played him in a playoff game he played his ass off he was never the same and he was a guy who relied a lot on you know the rollout and the scramble he was never the same he slowed down a step you can't slow kyler down a step he he'll get killed if he's a little slower and a little less apt to cut he will get killed a guy like Matthew Judon, who isn't worried about his speed, will just destroy little Kyler. His one asset that kept his size a non-factor was his ability to scramble. But I've always kind of thought he's been a product of a bad system and a poor coach. And uh, I think he's got all the talent in the world. That, that When he throws it, it's a whip, and it's a quick release. It's everything you want. He could be Drew Brees. It's so fast. But they basically said, go get him, Kyler. Here's your one read, and then start running around and uh, – that's, Make it happen. Their game plan has been go get him, Kyler. Uh, wing it. And now they can't. Now it's now they actually have to coach and put a game plan together. Ooh, not happening. And then while all this was going on, my friend Brian and I, I think we, I think we solved like crime, all of it. What are you, Gary Harper? Now, yeah, I think on? we solved crime. My friend Brian and I were texting last night and said, "What if prison? Just talking about prison and stuff. What if in prison?" You were forced to, like, the prison uniform was drag queen clothes. Like, how? how when like, you first get in? When you get in, you are RuPaul, a whole team of people drag queen you. 
Were you smoking with Larry again? And it last fe- it night? felt like it's, we. Well, yeah. Brian smokes a ton, so the <laughs> conversation. But I can hang with those guys because I like I like those conversations that go crazy. And I started. How many guys would be like, I do not want that. And then probation. You have to dress as a drag queen when you're out free amongst us. When you're released, ninety percent. I think you'd kill a ton of guys. Would be like, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Social embarrassment of dressing up that way would be brutal. Brutal. They said 10% would love it. Right. right and now, the 10% 90%. that love it, right. you can't control. You're not stopping it completely. But I think you'd get rid of a ton of crime if you're like, all right, boys, you want to, you got to pay the price. And it's not cruel and unusual as we're just going to dress you up in, in just humongous dresses. And like, you can play basketball and do whatever in the yard or, I mean, it changes prison movies completely because they're no longer tough. It takes your tough factor. Well, you can do your, you can lift weights and do all your training and stuff. You're still wearing giant chiffon gowns and huge feather hats. I don't. I think half of the gangs would be like, "I ain't going to prison. That's crazy. I'm going to help the community." This feminizing is working. Yeah, if, if feminize the prisoner, make them make them trannies. And I know the transvestites would be all mad, but I think that solves the issue. You got to dress like a crazy flamboyant drag queen. And drag queens would go, what's wrong with that? I'm like, just shut up, drag queens, because these criminals hate it. And that's what we're like. They hate it. And if they hate it, then the drag queens should be like, yeah, that's not so bad. If they hate dressing like us. I mean, you know, but it would screw it up for drag queens because it would look like they were convicts walking around. But drag queens very rarely walk around in their drag gear. That's for showtime. I'm talking showtime drag wear. A lot of prep. Yeah, but yeah. Be, but you got to uh, do it. You got to do it, or you're going back in the in the hole. So they got to go to makeup in the morning and every know. day, part of their part of their day, and then maybe their cellmate and them start getting good at it, and they get makeup, and yeah, you, know, you got an hour morning where you go in, you get made up. The guards learn makeup. Soft they, brushes, no wood handles. I mean, you right. got to eight. Hey, yeah, you got to watch. You got to be careful with all that stuff because it can be weapons. Those guys are always looking, but. It would be hilarious. A prison riot would be hilarious news. I used to we had a prison riot out there at the Iman complex. Let's take a look at these ladies. Look at them go. Send <laughs> them in a Mercedes going at it. I can't help but laugh. The attack of 10 are dead. Uh, the guards shot and beanbagged almost all of them. So. It would solve so I ain't much. riding today. This is a new dress. Yeah, why are we giving them these badass denim or whatever? They're like these tough guy clothes. Like look like they're. No. Giant drag queen clothes. I guarantee you guys who've been in jail will email back and go, I would that would have been it would have been detrimental to me to have to do and you are just you're publicly embarrassed. It's not cruel and unusual, it's the uniform. Cruel and unusual is the you know, that weird burlap suit you've got to wear and learn how to do the roll to break ankles. Because the current way isn't necessarily keeping them out of prison. Evidently not. Like we've got we're talking prison overpopulation and we gotta like in Cal- the reason it started is California is like no longer going to arrest anybody who steals, and WalMarts are going to close. WalMarts can't keep up with a, the nine hundred dollar misdemeanor of theft. Guys, I would do it if I lived in California and I knew nine hundred bucks was like a traffic ticket. I'd go in and steal nine hundred dollars from Walmart all the time. I go, oh, this is nine. I'm I'm getting myself a generator. <laughs> Seven hundred bucks. This thing's free. How many dresses I could get? And there you go. And there'd be a few guys who'd like, you know, I look good in this. This is nice. And you'd lose a few, 15%. But still, the prison, po- the prison population would change. If I, and I do think that that would eliminate a good portion. Of, like, you'd double think, you know, you'd, you'd think twice about robbing somebody or, 
you know, being so cavalier or, or having it. There'd be no street cred to your prison time. You know, it, it, yeah, you think about the stuff that uh, when people are fighting, whether it's a dress or not, like you're in a nice suit, you're not going to do a lot of the things right. that you normally do. Right. I'm not saying give them Armani's. Not no. a bad idea to start them off that way. The, but, the, yeah. That's not a bad idea either. The inner city Armani program where we give young kids who haven't gotten in trouble yet a nice new suit. Because I guarantee you that confidence would go up. You'd go get a job. You'd look good. But now you go to jail. You get a tear tattoo. You get a knife in your arm. You're tougher. Now if you're like, oh, he was in jail for a couple years. Ooh, one of the chiffon boys. And now you got this reputation as kind of being a pussy for having gone to jail. It doesn't toughen you up. It makes you more feminine. Now you're trading your smokes for a nice little corset or something. <laughs> right. I'd say the same for a girl's prison. But they all kind of go in looking tough and come out looking more manly. So I think they like it. But girls' prison doesn't have an overpopulation problem because most normal women don't want to go get in the lesbian gangs and start, you know, getting suction cupped to some other plunger every night. They're, they think twice about it. I think you'd think twice if you had to, like, 10 years. Can you imagine? You're going to dress up like that every day. It's just a, it's a tragedy. Is, is women's prison like the training grounds for the WNBA? Oh, is it that is. like the it, minors? It is, it is definitely uh, – where they go, yeah, they're they're fans there, and I'm not so sure. I think they just. I think you could put a prison. T- I think the longest yard, the new version, needs to be that, where they put a basketball team together in the girls' prison and play a WNBA champion and beat them, the guards. Yeah, but it was an interesting conversation because football was so boring. And I think we're on to something here. I think we gotta, like, just try it in one place, just like Las Cruces or someplace New Mexico. And dress up all those badass meth heads and, you know, attempted murderers and all this other stuff. DUIs for sure. Sheriff Joe's program of the tent. That thing just kept growing. Yeah. Everybody kept, oh, what a success. He's the world's toughest sheriff. Well, the world's toughest sheriff had to add tents to his tough guy tent program because people continued to do it in droves. He just arrested more. Uh, he now, started it with that pink underwear and everything, too. He started, he started that, The started pink underwear right was now. a thing, but not Effective. enough. Right, but pink underwear is like, again, that was like a badge of honor. Like, look, I was in jail. I got the pink underwear. Now, the only memento you get is a gigantic RuPaul dress and a feather boa and a hat that just looks like you're wearing a peacock. And that's your uniform. I think it would slow, I think it would slow down 25% of guys who are about to commit a crime and be like, I can't do that. Prison isn't for me. Gigantic dongs are what keeps me from committing crimes. I want to steal. It's in me. It's in all of us to look at something and go, boy, I'd like that to be free. But we're we're smart enough to know that the punishment isn't something we want to do. If that was the punishment, I think a lot of guys that think prisons – I watch a lot of OP Live, and those guys are like, I'm fine going back. Like they look forward to it. Like it gives them some credibility. They know they're going to get in and out, and they come back in the streets. Ah, he sat down for a little bit. He's badass. It makes you a badass. One guy, uh, it's $500 to get out. And he's like, nah, I'm staying they in. They wanted to I stick get, around. I get meals. Now imagine, Brady, you get into trouble and they're like, all right, probation, one year. And you've got to wander around in that outfit all the time. Or your probation officer sends you to the can. <laughs> Nobody do that. Everybody be like, I don't want to walk around in this group and dressed up as a drag queen every time I'm in public. It would be horrible. And you get those visits from your... PO at work, make sure that you're dressed up like a whore. <laughs> It'd be phenomenal.
My system works. This is why I should run for something. Imagine waking up in the morning, little RuPaul and stuff. Oh, yeah. You got the music. All right, yeah. ladies, time to get up. It's all on. All right, girls. And then you have somebody that calls them girls. All right, girls. It's time to get up before the chow line. That means we're putting our makeup on, our heels, and our hair. Flip that, bitches. You know what I'm going to say. Hey, man. Hey. Crab show. It's time to wake up. Oh. Get the eyeshadow. I'm hungry. Bro, I'm out of blush. <laughs> uh, you can borrow my blush. Don't take it all, bitch. All right, girls. Everybody say about yourself. And then they got to do the walk with their hands up all the way to this. <laughs> they teach them to sashay. <laughs> yeah, they just train you to be a drag queen in jail. I guarantee it slows everything down. Lawyers would have a field day saying it was, uh, it wasn't, it's not fair, but it's a good idea. Once a quarter, Kim Petras does a live jailhouse. Wow, you don't want that. You don't want that shallow. No, sir. You get a bunch of drag queens beaten off. That's a video you don't want to see, Brady. You don't want to tempt them. You want them to just be ashamed of everything. And this music, 24 hours a day. I need to run a prison. Such a good idea. How do I look? You look great. Let's go eat. Remember when uh, um, Ali Sadiq? The comedian was here, and he told us stories about what goes on in prison. And yeah. Because like, he was there for seven or eight years, and uh, he was a, a street pharmacist, he said. Uh, and he told us stories, and it's horrifying. Every dude in there thinks he's the toughest guy in the world. And they have to fight their way through everything. It's hard what to fight. What was the tiny you. dude's name that was the – Oh, uh, that's right. Was a cook? I don't know. The guy that was uh, providing all that. How about this, John? Daisy Dukes and half shirts. Yeah, summertime fun with the boys. Da- thongs? Daisy Duke thongs? Like those Jessica Simpson ones? Little half shirts that say, bitch. <laughs> Little butterflies and stuff. Pink. Yeah. They'd hate it. It'd be everything they could do to get back into their regular look. And their friends would still know, like for a year, especially. They're like, all right, you're released. You wouldn't want to get out for probation. You'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm going to serve the entire time. I can't wander around the streets dressed like that. It's not worth it. You're on probation. Damn it. You wouldn't do the dumb crimes. You wouldn't do. No. You wouldn't steal a car if it meant walking around in prison clothes and they were all chiffon. I think you get some, some of that clothes. And, oh, yeah, you got to wear the wedges. The wedges are an essential. You get a lot of clothes really cheap, especially stuff that's like, Two or three years out of fashion. Oh, yeah. They just try to blow it out. Oh, it would look like a giant quinceanera just exploded yeah. in jail. You're right. I'm not wrong on this one. It's a great idea. I'd buy stock in Lane Bryant at that point because those big dudes are going to need them big clothes. <laughs> you should buy stock in Lane Bryant anyway That's because true, have you actually. seen American women? <laughs> they are all Lane Bryant worthy. It is no longer like a bad thing. That James Gum from Silence of the Lambs was looking for a size 14. Size 14 is not so big anymore. She went a size 14. Everybody in 1991 went, ugh, big girl. He's gonna he's slaughtering big girls and, and shrinking them and taking their loose skin and making a suit. Man, now you need like a size 20. Size 18. Remember we did that a couple years ago. Size 18 was the average uh, American dress size in the Midwest and uh, South. It is? Yeah. 18. Oh, a bunch of wildebeest. Yeah. 14's nothing. That's a that's a shapely hot chick in Indiana. Then they started dropping them down. 
like what 14s are. We'll put oh, those at yeah. seven. They changed we'll the yeah, they the, changed the sizes. Like what used to be a zero. It, I mean, that would be just a, a she'd be eviscerated. She's nothing yeah. there. But now, like a seven is now a two. And poor real twos are trying to shop, and they're wearing these garbage fumigation bags, yeah. tents that, that used to be sevens are now twos. Anyway, that's beside the point. Lady sizing is not our problem, boys. Big screen things up. But uh, yeah, my, the jail idea. Me and my friend Brian Rendall. Quickly, just have interesting. A quick it's, it's it's hard to argue. It really is. It discourages it. <laughs> and build a – this, this might be too far, Sean Burdick. It says, build a Sisters 50 Shades of Grey type dungeon. Uh, new inmates most uh, must submit to one week in the Sisters dungeon. You don't have to get laid or anything, but you just have to be down in the dungeon. Let everybody know. And God forbid you're one of those fair, pretty boys. You go in there and they start dolling you up and you look like a lady. You're done. It keeps everybody out. Jail, jails, it would just stop. The crime rate would cease. <laughs> my friend was in Dubai and said it's the safest city I've ever been in in my life. He goes, everybody there knows that if you screw up, the penalty is just brutal. If you steal something, they take your hand that day. Like, you stole this. Like, I didn't. I need a, nope. You st- and then your hand comes off. And everybody there knows it's not worth it. Like right the, hand, the, right? The, well, yeah, you got to wipe with your left hand. Yeah. But if you double steal, you're wiping with a nub or a stick with a, a towel on it. <laughs> then he's like, it's the cleanest, safest place I've ever been in my life because everybody there is like, we're not committing crimes. You seen what happens? And that's a little extreme, but dress them up like drag queens. And drag queens will figure something out for you. Your day is over. That's fun. It was fun, you guys getting all dolled up. But now... Not so much. And plus, you guys should love it. You get a whole bunch of these tough, hard-ass Mexican dudes who might start liking it. They show up at your shows. You get manhandled like you've been dreaming about the entire time you've been dressed as Cher. It's true. Anyway, just solving the world's problems. It's what we do. New angle. You know what? I've always thought to myself, give it a try. If it doesn't work, the thing that we were doing wasn't working either. So we're 0 for 2. Prison population booming. I've got a solution. Make it even gayer. <laughs> These dudes will stop. Was it Chris Rock years ago that said if you want cigarettes to go away, make them pink, shape them like dicks? Dudes would stop smoking. It's not that important. You're not that addicted if they're, eh, I'm not going to do this. It's just not happening. So it's a smart thing. Most men. If the dresses don't work, then then go to the chopping hands. See how that well, works. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's years down the road. We'd have to give it a nice five to seven year run on the dresses before we're like, all right, next solution is to start cutting dudes up. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, if you steal a car, what do they cut off? Both hands or just one? I don't know. That I don't, I don't know work, either. But they don't have, they don't mess around. It's a beautiful thought. Anyway. It, it's impossible over in Dubai. Everyone has a car. Yeah. That's true. They got all got Bentleys or Lotus. And I know there's prisoners listening. This guy says he just got out. Let me hear this. He said, not everybody or idiots. I just got done doing 10 months in fed prison for pointing a laser at an airplane. What? What were you doing that for? It was my first offense ever. And I tell you, I can tell you that uh, I ain't ever going back. And it scared me to stay the F out of there. Now, imagine, Philip. That day that you're sitting there with that laser pointer and you're like, if I go to jail's already horrifying, now you got to do it as a drag queen. 
I bet you that laser doesn't go anywhere near that plane. Maybe it is you're just double-thinking everything. What were you thinking? I always thought that was something the news drummed up. I didn't know that was a real thing. People... I wouldn't admit that. Here's the other thing the news did with the laser pointers. They made me think about pointing them at planes. I never would have done that before. That's what happened to that dude. Yeah, the news is like, people point lasers at planes. I'm like, they do? Really? It can distract them? <laughs> you can take down a plane with one? I don't want to do it, but now I kind of want to do it. If they'd have just shut up in the news about that and let the goofy dudes out there figure it out on their own and pilots are like, stop pointing lasers at our eyes. I never even would have thought about it. Now that it's out there in the news, I mean, sure, Philip probably thought, you know, you're not supposed to point him at planes. Philip needs to go out on a little speaking circuit. Get him in the schools. Talk right. to the-, the prison's horrible. And, and imagine, all you are is a, I mean, all Philip was, was a jackass. He was guilty of being a dumbass. It's a federal crime to point a stupid, la- you know, I, I let the cat chase the laser on the wall. I'd never once fired up at an American Airlines going overhead. Philip did it. Ten months in jail. He wasn't built for that. Nobody who's nobody's in for that crime is built for that. Ten months. And then you got a bunch of angry drag queens trying to rape you the whole time in Man. ten months. <sighs> Yo, what are you in for, bro? Yeah, I wouldn't even buy the laser to avoid temptation of accidentally banging it into a plane. <laughs> Philip, and that was probably joke. good behavior too. Ten months. Who knows? I don't know what the full sentence for pointing a laser at a plane is, but. It's attempted murder of 200 people. It's probably pretty st- – 10 months for pointing a laser is rough. Philip, welcome back to society. Now, I don't know if you're on probation, but imagine having to explain how come you're at work and that, all that drag queen stuff. I pointed a laser at a plane. I got five more months of this. It's like, ugh, poor bastard. You'd also get some sympathy from people like me. You know, get my plumber, rolls to the house, and you're like, yeah. Oh, drag queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pointed a laser at a plane. I'm here to fix your pipes. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. Can you imagine those drag queens on the 24-inch BM, BMX bikes and the DUI <laughs> guys riding down Central? Oh, you just painted the best picture ever. Probation drag queens trying to make it over to the Pizza Patron for dinner. Oh, that's gold. On those weird kids' bikes? Yep. Got a DUI. Quit it. <laughs> nice dress. I have to wear it for four more months. Oh, it'll be, it's 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 a solution. This is it. I'm running. That's it. I'm running for sheriff or something. This idea is too solid. I'm, if Carrie Lake can scream and yell about what she did, this isn't so far fetched. I'm going to run on the platform. Shame. of Shame. Prison reform. I'll reform it. We're just going to need a lot of ladies to donate their quinceanera dresses. In fact, I'll solve the border problem with that too. You get in free with a quinceanera dress donation. <laughs> Yeah, at the border, if you have one, a good one, you get in free. And some of those bigger ones, we're going to need some of those. I've seen you. Some of those, uh, you know, ones that enjoy tortillas a little too much, we're going to need your quinceanera dress. And the moms at quinceaneras wear those big dresses, too. Uh, we're going to have to have They're only like 15, 16 years old. That, so they just yeah, had theirs seven yeah. years earlier. <laughs> in fact, her and her daughter are on the same cheer team. <laughs> <laughs> at the high school together uh it's 619 yep solve the world's problems merry christmas everybody and you're welcome give me a topic i'll solve it and it's hard to argue it also by the way when i mentioned boston fans uh, having uh, all the girls have a shamrock a bruin a boston bee from the red Sox, a little celtic somewhere on their body they have something uh this girl uh, leah 
emails me back and forth. She's a very smart, nice person. And we go back and forth all the time. And she goes, hey, I'm one of the classy Bostonians. I'd show up and I'd surprise you because I know she's like five feet tall. She always says she's a spinner. And I'm like, all right, where's your Shamrock, your B, your Bruins, or your Celtics tattoo? Or your TB12 or your Patriots thing? And she goes, I don't have any of those. And I said, all right, Aerosmith, uh, Boston, the band. She goes, yeah, I got that. (laughs) It's easy to get. She dedicated her tattoos to rock and roll. Yeah, it's an easy. Godsmack. You whittle it down. Godsmack, maybe you get a tattoo. For sure, you've got a sticker on your car. But yeah, get your wings. If you're tattoo and you got the Aerosmith A with the circle and the wings, yeah. And she goes, yeah, I got that. Of course you do. Of course you do. Uh, it's six twenty. Uh, now that I've so I'm 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 flat spent spending the holiday. I've given you this as a year end gift of solving the prison problem. Stop pointing lasers at planes. That's what uh, Philip said. That's why I'm telling my story. It's not something you could ever think can happen to you. But like you're talking about, some people go out there for the very first time, know that the consequences are severe, and uh, you're just never going back. I was an idiot. I made a stupid choice. I own that. Uh, but that being, I ain't ever going back. Yeah, Philip, somebody hire Philip Merrill to be the best employee of all time. That dude is never going to break the law again. I bet you Philip is the guy I was behind on the freeway this morning going 47. He is never going to get a ticket. He's not risking anything. Philip is the most risk-averse human being on the planet. Ten months in jail because he shot a cat laser at a plane. <laughs> they caught him. I've always wondered how they catch you. They catch these dudes. In the backyard at a barbecue. <laughs> Look at this. And then like three days later, you're not even thinking about it anymore. The cops roll up. Which one he shot the laser at the American Airlines? Huh? It was you. How do you guys know? We got video of everything. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Philip, email me how you got caught. That's crazy. Man. Just triangulating those things. I remember, I mean, seeing a couple of different articles about they caught the person right away. It's amazing. Somebody has to rat them out. Because that's tough. You'd have to expect to know that it's coming. You have to get ratted out. Somebody had to, because you have to be able to pull it back to whatever house it is. And then you got, all I would say, if I was Philip, is we were having a house party. It could have been 40 people. I don't know. I didn't do it. You got caught, like, laser in hand, evidently, just just down there at Sky Harbor, just firing away. You might have gotten addicted to it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he was in the yard, and they're just over there looking at him. Watching <laughs> for a while. It's going to shoot that He's laser. Doing it again. <laughs> doing it again. This moron won't sh- We're right here. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Light him up. This this guy's just an idiot. <laughs> hey, dickhead. Stop it. It's no big deal. Yeah, you'll see that in a second when you got the sisters, uh, you know, turning into a Chinese finger prison. <laughs> Anus and mouth. Sorry, Philip, but yeah, you're, we should we should hire Philip. Is there any jobs downstairs? Philip, uh, there's got to be a promotions yeah, job. You know? Not promotions. I'm putting Philip in a big chair. Promotions people are just future convicts. He's already been through that. Well, so we you have to wear the dress stuff. We can put him down at Alt AZ. You know? <laughs> KDKB's always. He can hiring. be the mascot for KDKB <laughs> with my new RuPaul prisoner. He's their barrel idea. boy. Their dress boy. <laughs> the drag barrel boy is great. <laughs> Glory boy. Ew. <laughs> and that barrel's got a little bung hole. Oh. Glory hole in. Anyway, enough solving problems. We're going to get back to smoking some weed and making this right. Uh, it's 623. You give us a wake-up song. 
and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUBD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.